You're listening to Bravo Should Be Fun with Liz, Alex, and Micah. Hello and welcome back to Bravo Should Be Fun. I'm Liz. I'm Alex. And we have so much to cover today. Unfortunately, Micah is on vacation, so she cannot make it, but we will try to give all of our good hot takes. There's so much Bravo going on right now. It's insane. And especially now that Peacock is giving us legacy episode two is what we're going to cover. So yeah, I think just the rundown, just so everyone is aware, we're going to do Roni Legacy first, Beverly Hills second, then Salt Lake City third, Miami fourth, and if we have time, we'll get to Southern Charm, we will get to Winter House finale and the reunion, Potomac after that, and Southern Hospitality if we have time, but there's still so much to go through. I don't know that we will, but we're going to try. Alex, I just want to say that I've noticed so many podcasts that I listen to regularly have been interviewing Kelly, Kalora, and Ben Simone lately. And I'm just really curious. Like, I can't bring myself to listen to these podcasts. And I'm happy that we have our own platform to talk shit on her so that we don't have to play nice. No, I'm glad, too, because I was going to ask you if you've listened, because I don't think I could sit through her terrible misfit veneers yeah for an interview like i can't bring myself to do that no and i just don't want to hear her spew her nonsense honestly and i don't want to bring myself to kiss her ass that would just make me feel like an inauthentic fool i feel like watching her the clips of the flashbacks like when they show the scary island yes doesn't even look like the same woman i know it's like definitely shades of her i mean obviously she's a beautiful woman she just like has taken the road of most housewives or you know women that are former models that are trying to you know keep a stranglehold on their youth and plump their faces full of fillers and do all of the fake stuff i mean it was like hers like five faces ago so it's weird to see that like discrepancy yeah, I'm like, who is right. this woman? Like, what was the transition to this? I know. Well, I find it even crazier seeing Bethany because that was before she got like her jawbone shaved down. Oh, so she yeah. has the craziest. Yeah. And I also was thinking about this and how basically Andy and Dorinda have their relationship of like Andy's the fuck boy that is like leading on Dorinda saying she was on pause. <laughs> and she was clinging to that with every morsel in her body like it's like oh maybe we'll get back together someday Mm -hmm. it's like a situation ship (laughs) yeah which if we have time for that's exactly what winter house was (laughs) yeah yeah exactly although that's you know sam and Corey are apparently still together but you know at what cost (laughs) sam save yourself and i love her she's very beautiful but those eyebrows somebody has to talk to her about those eyebrows oh they plucked really skinny No, they're like weirdly shaped up. And I mean, I can't hate on this because I put mine Mm -hmm. up with like the gel, Mm -hmm. but they're just like unruly, but they're plastered Mm. to her face. Okay. Oh, like laminated. I think that's like a laminated trend. I did not notice for some reason. Blame Hailey Bieber. I think Hailey Bieber is to blame for that. Her and I think Selena Gomez were all about like laminating their eyebrows for a minute. Well, I'm definitely going to be putting up a picture of 
Sam's eyebrows so everybody can see that I'm not going crazy about these things. Yeah, look it up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like so happy to be in this Roni land. Like legacy being back in St. Bart's is I was like even looking on a map in of St. Bart's and just like looking around at the spots where they've been going. I'm like, oh, they went there. They went there. Now beach club. It feels so great. Like these women are like home. <laughs> yes. It, it honestly, it feels like that like nostalgia warm Mm-hmm. feeling that you get where you're just watching this. I'm like I know I've never seen this before but it's just like hitting like this is like I'm home yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like basically this episode starts out with Kelly laying out all these swag bags I took pictures of the products all of this I think it's Kosa Beauty I need to look that up again but this weird book also that is called Big Orgasm what Kula Kula Beauty a lot of Kula Beauty products it looks like uh, Jones Road makeup which I heard is a good brand. I haven't tried it yet, but like, you know, and this is different from her, from Bethany and giving all the skinny girl swag, apparently, because this is just, you know, out of Kelly, the kindness of her heart. So I'm not buying that. I want to do a deep dive now that you know the companies. Mm-hmm. I want to look into them and see like, did oh, she the connections? Has yeah. she hashtagged their asses? Like that's why I love this group because even like they all just call each other out and I love it. Like even Luann was like she was getting mad because they didn't have room at the table to sit down to eat her eggs a la Francaise. And, and Luann was like, Oh, are you gonna kickbacks on this? And I want to know what this book called Big Orgasm is. I mean, I'm very curious. And <laughs> has she read this? Because I don't I don't <laughs> believe Kelly reads. Are there pictures that she was looking at? I could I could see I'll give her a little credit and I could see her. No, actually, she does have that auditory processing issue that I'm convinced she has. So audiobooks wouldn't work either. Oh, no, she would not be able to do that. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, I also like Ramona and Sonia love to call each other out, too. So that's just like what makes this such a fun like they'll say what the audience is thinking, like what's behind all this, Kelly? What can you like not remember? 10 years ago when you were freaking out at Bethany and her promotional swag. Yes. And I'm so glad that they remembered it and brought it up because I yeah. hate when yeah. we remember things that they don't in that moment. Mm-hmm. So it was nice to feel like, okay, they know. Right. Right. And Kelly took that as like an attack on her soul when she was like on the bed in St. John sobbing. So bizarre. So wait, is this book, is it a white cover with like the black lettering that says like the big and then a red O on it. No, let me take a picture. Let me show you. It's four forty nine on eBay used. So <laughs> it's a colorful book. I'm just curious because if all this was like twenty bucks total, or was this stuff that you know was left over by these companies? Yeah, I think Jones Road is is legit and pretty pricey. But you know, this is just Kelly doing her. She's like the Pied Piper and doing good deeds and giving all these girls products. Because these are the women that need her philanthropy. Yeah, exactly. They're the ones that need these handouts and the swag bag. I was cracking up at like Dorinda may be crazy, but she does the best confessionals and like her impression of doing of Luann as a as a black widow spider, like catching men in her net or in her web is pure comedy. Even I think it was Kristen was saying that Luann talks with both of her shoulders. Yeah, no, Kelly was saying that, which is yeah, that's true. That's kind of how she like seduces them in. Yeah, it's a lot harder than I thought it was going to be because I did try it and I was like, okay, this is not natural. (laughs) 
<laughs> it works with her like cabaret swagger, I guess, but and her B. Arthur deep voice. Right, right. So yeah, like the girls are all getting ready to go to the beach. Luann's yelling at Ramonia because they're taking so long. Um, actually, one thing I noticed, I really, I thought like Sonia was wearing a bra to the beach. It was like a nude color swimsuit though that was really cute. What the hell is she wearing? No, but she looked amazing when she like took, you know, when she was wearing it on the beach, and I, I got the look. And oh, also they are. <laughs> recording cameos on the way to the beach. Like, Sonya's going to make that money. That was phenomenal. I want to see that more. I would pay for a cameo for that. I know. I don't think hers are that... Her, I, I think she was... Oh, Ramona, I think, was telling Luann that she has to lower her price and she'd get a lot more. Because <laughs> I think Ramona... I, I haven't looked it up. I've never got a cameo from anyone. Haven't you? Uh, no, I think it's Micah. Oh, okay. She got someone good, I think. We'll have to ask her. But yeah. I'm I'm not into the cameos. I mean, you know, we love these people. Obviously, we talk shit on them, but like I'm not going to pay money for like them to just like even like Sonia's kooky and crazy, but like you're not going to make me part with my money to hear her talk. Sorry. I need to figure out if she has a Snapchat. Like she would have been great at Snapchat back in the day, like in its prime. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like riding around in the back in that little like, <laughs> what is that? I called it a mini car, but I don't think that's what it is. I mean, yeah, it's like a little beach cruiser. It does have a specific brand name on it. I forget what it was. It's not like M-O-V-E. It's like, I, I forget what they're called. But if she was on Snapchat doing that, that would have been phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would have watched all of that. So they arrive at the beach club. Um, I'm just like Dorinda, another, you know, segment where Dorinda explains it perfectly. Like, do you remember that show? Clarissa explains it all. Oh, my God. Yes. And the brother Ferguson. Yeah. So this is just like Dorinda explains it all. Like she explains Sonia perfectly. Like, Like Sonia's like, you know, a little floozy that's constantly like you know, doing a Marilyn Monroe impression and accidentally exposing herself. And like, that is so Sonia. It was. And I love her for it. And it kind of made me be like, I want to be a damsel in distress now. (laughs) (laughs) She's so good at it. I mean, I think she just like, I can't tell if the men take her seriously or not. Like, more on that later when they, when all the, you know, 15 men stop by, 15, 28 year olds stop by. (laughs) The young boys. The college hunks moving junk. (laughs) (laughs) That is exactly what it was. Oh, my God. It's like St. Bart's version. College hunks moving junk. You know, they got paid like 20 bucks and was like, please go to this party. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my God. You're so right. Yeah. Because we never see how they're actually like, it's not like they showed us a scene of the girls inviting them, right? They were all employees i think of ramona's mm. friend oh okay yeah you're right you're right you're right it yep. was like all the they waiters <laughs> yeah but who is tending bar that night <laughs> maybe they closed down the place so that they call attend the <laughs> yeah so then like they're ordering they you know flit around on the sand they're then ordering snacks like plates to share and i just want to go through all of i wrote all this down because i'm obviously taking very extensive notes on this and because their whole order sounded amazing and Luann ordering it was just like it she could like sing that and that i would buy that itunes song <laughs> so they ordered truffle spinach sea bass carpaccio crispy miso avocado sashimi lobster tempura river octopus whatever that is i mean obviously I was, octopus from the river but like <laughs> tell us more saint bart's 
Right. I know. I guess there's a river in St. Barts. <laughs> but yeah, that was just like an amazing order. It sounded delicious. It looked delicious too. That's what we love about these trips. They would actually eat it, you know, where some of like Beverly Hills, they would never eat it. Right. Then Sonia's asking Kelly, she's like, okay, what really happened at Scary Island? We don't really get an answer. Like, she doesn't admit she had a breakdown. I don't think she maybe was cognizant that she did or, you know, I I don't, I just, she is such an odd duck to me. I can't figure her out. Maybe we never will because we don't have her medical history. (laughs) That's a big diagnosis she's probably got. (laughs) God bless her for that. No, I just feel like even, um, I think it was in her confessional. She was like, oh, Bethany was trying to take me down, you know, take down a social light. And I was like, I. But are you a socialite, ma'am? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like them going tip for tap. But that is so Kelly. I don't know. Okay. Like she can't have it both ways. She's calling herself a working mother. And then but she's also a socialite because that would imply you're not working and you have, you know, your family's money to spend. It's like Tinsley. Like we'll see you at the red carpet. And yeah, but I think Tinsley was a legit socialite. I mean, Kelly is trying to like play both sides of, you know, the rich girl who married a, you know, famous fashion photographer and then, you know, a working mom who had nothing given to her. So which is it, Kelly? Which is it? You don't get to be both. You have to pick one or the other. Yeah, exactly. Like, keep your story straight. Also, Sonia is saying, I don't know, this was like such a weird interaction of Sonia claiming that she is great friends with Bethany and talks to Bethany daily. And like Luann's like mind was blown. Like you could see like the steam coming out of her ears. (laughs) I felt so bad for her because she's like the one that's really like stuck by Sonia's side. Like they have a good dynamic and do, you know, crappy lake shows probably will do more. And like she's saying that she talks to Bethany daily when like none of those girls can even get her on the phone. That was so puzzling to me. And especially just the way she was handling it because she's like, I don't go out. I don't go to lunches. I'm not even seeing her. And then she can't even respond to her real friends. Exactly. Yeah. Very strange. Very strange. I mean, I honestly think Bethany's got Sonia's numbers just trying to harass her about trying to jump on her bandwagon for the reality reckoning. Probably. She needed numbers so she would hit up Sonia. So I I don't know. But then and then Sonia was crying, like saying that she's not in the same place as the other women. The other women are jet setting and she doesn't have a home. So she's like couch surfing, apparently, which I mean, I guess that means that she has rented out her townhouse and can't stay in it. I don't know. She doesn't give details, which is kind of annoying. No, I want to know more because. If you're going to involve me in all of those scenes about that townhouse and everything and how she had sex on, what was it, the sink, everything like that, and these things are scarred in my brain, I need to know your living situation. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I mean, also, I read somewhere that they are getting paid, I think each woman, this might be a gross exaggeration and it, it might be completely incorrect, but I swear... I read that they each got paid 250k for this six days in St. Martin's. What? I know that sounds outrageous, and I'll definitely come back and try to confirm that. But I'm so not good at math. But hang on, (laughs) days that is forty one thousand six hundred sixty six dollars and sixty seven cents. Yeah, a day. A day. Yeah. <laughs> I could be in a room like Dorinda's where I can't find anything for 40, let's say $42,000 a day. I will go crazy oh, do in that room. <laughs> I know. I I mean, it makes me feel bad for her. I just like that. 
that seems like a crazy state to be in because she obviously isn't getting like child support for her daughter anymore because her daughter's in college and grown technically. But and I was thinking about this like back on the scary island thing with Bethany and Kelly. Honestly, I would be I feel like (laughs) Bethany is so intense with the way she can verbally dress you down that I feel like. I could be driven crazy by her being attacked by Bethany. Like I, I'm not totally unsympathetic to Kelly in that way. Cause she doesn't stand a chance up against. It didn't stick as Denise Richards would say or whatever she said, but <laughs> no, it's, it just with Bethany, I feel like because she's such a narcissist on so many levels. Yeah. That it's she is sharp and Kelly right. is not as quick with the comeback. No, no, not at all. She trails off into like La La Land when she tries to do her comebacks. All I see is her with jelly beans. That's all I can ever imagine her now is her with jelly yeah. beans and Fairy <laughs> Island. <laughs> And Al Sharpton. Didn't you say Al Sharpton? I think she, yeah, she did throw in Al Sharpton. I don't know how he fits into the equation. And Satchels of Gold, I believe. It was probably like, don't bring me into this. Don't bring me into your mouth. <laughs> yeah. He has enough on his plate. Yeah, I'm dealing with enough. So they leave the beach. They after dancing on tables, which looks fun. It made me want to go there. I know. We need to go. I don't care how expensive it is. I'll I'll, I'll rack up some credit card. Uh, Rich points. men, please apply to take me to St. Bart's, please. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. So then then they go get ready for dinner number two, which is like a seafood night. Because it's Luann's night, so it's like a seafood symphony. <laughs> I love that better than a seafood tower. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm on the marketing council for seafood. So it's a seafood symphony. I loved Ramona's dress, the floral long tiered dress. Yeah. Like that is such a, a departure on what she normally wears. Like she's normally wearing a tight ass bandage dress. So I'm happy to see she's evolving her style. It was so cottage court and I was just yeah. living for it. Yes. Yeah, it was. It was like tea party cottage core. Yes. All it was missing was like the big puffy sleeves. Yeah. 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 I know exactly what you mean. Marisol keeps wearing this in her confessional look with her like it has big puffy sleeves and like a big ice um, tiara. I am obsessed with that look. I'm not going to lie. I am too. I like, I mean, I feel like it could be softened with like a flower crown, but I definitely love that top and I wish my boobs could fit in that. (laughs) That's the goal to get them that size. (laughs) Whatever you got left over, I'll take. (laughs) (laughs) I've made that deal with many of my friends. (laughs) I'm the president of the itty bitty titty committee. (laughs) Also, there is such a moment with Housewives and wearing orange right now. Like, I'm noticing it so much. It's one of those things where, like, once you call it out, you won't stop noticing how much orange they all wear. Yes, because they, uh, Legacy, then we had Potomac at Chicken Chip Bingo, and what was it, three or four people? And Salt Lake City. And Miami. And Miami, yeah. Everybody's in orange. Is it bad that I feel like? orange looks like an inmate (laughs) no it's not it's a hard color like they don't all pull it off that's for sure i can't pull off orange i'd be looking like i'm picking up trash on the side of the road you could you could i think you could Mm. (laughs) that's a hard color it is um okay so then we get into sharing wonderful appetizers that look delicious and kelly goes in how she's like oh luann now that you're drinking we should definitely go out more 
And Luann is just like so hung up on the fact that I guess apparently they saw each other recently and Kelly mentioned that she wanted to take her to the Rangers game. So that's all Luann wants to talk about now. She just wants to go there and meet hot men, obviously, and doesn't really care. I, I'm, I think this is actually kind of smart on Kelly's part to like call out the fact that like she doesn't want to go there to spend time with Kelly to the Rangers game. Does anybody want to spend time with Kelly anywhere? Anytime? I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why this is like such a point of contention because has Luann ever mentioned that she likes hockey at all? I feel like if she was going to be with somebody, it would be like a a polo, a water polo person. Oh, I mean. I'm surprised Luann hasn't tried to hit up the polo players out in the Hamptons. I mean, I remember Lindsay Hubbard was all over the polo players, so. Well, Luann's, how many times have you invited me to the Rangers game? Yeah. It was yeah. very reminiscent of Lindsay Hubbard's, how oh, many sandwiches yeah. have you made me? <laughs> have you made that meme? It was amazing. I credit <laughs> you. Demanding numbers. Also, Sonia's just such a loon. She's like, they're all arguing about that and like Sonia's like I know all the rangers like no you don't Sonia name one right now like I'm not saying this just because I'm a huge hockey fan and actually could name a couple of the rangers but like Sonia does not know the New York Rangers hockey team does she mean like the Central Park City Rangers that (laughs) Central Park like I could see her knowing them yeah or like the ones that hung out with John John Kennedy and Madonna Right? Like, I, that's who she would know. I mean, God bless her for it, but. Right. This is a dumb argument. I mean, they're going more into like the this game of like, what do you wish you were more honest about? Kelly was saying she was in a bad relationship on the show that she had to keep off camera, which is weird because I remember her going on dates when she was on Roni in season three. Right. So that's confusing. I don't, I, I don't understand her timelines once again. Kelly inconsistent? What? Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What a shock. And then I thought Kristen handled this really well with the whole Ashley, Dolly, Madison, you know, stupid Sonia <laughs> thing. I'm now calling it Dolly Madison from now on. I know. I li- I kind of <laughs> like that name. It's like cheeky. <laughs> yeah, it's much better than Ashley Madison. Right. Much less skeezy. And I think that that was actually, uh, I vaguely remember this happening because it was when I think one of the Duggars was, this was a leak from Ashley Madison. They got like hacked or something and names came out and, and Kristen's husband was on there and one of the Duggars, like Josh Duggar, I think. Who's now currently in prison. Yeah, exactly. Right. For disgusting things. Badness. Things yeah. you don't do ever. <laughs> so she handled it well. I mean, she's just like, basically, it's no one's business. He didn't cheat on me. You know, I'm just so black and white with it, with cheating. Like, if you're on that site, you were doing something with the intent to fuck me over. I don't know how this hit you, but when she said, well, oh, we didn't get divorced. That kind of pissed me off because I was like, well, one, you just kind of like sold yourself for a title of a missus. Well, and she's insulting the other women that did get divorced. Right. Like, I'm sorry. If a man is on a site like that, mm-mm. Yeah. It's just like, you don't need to insult everyone else at the table for being divorced. Like, they got divorced because, you know, either one or both parties in the marriage weren't happy. So it's not a bad thing. I don't see divorce as a bad thing. No. And she did it. She did handle it well, because I probably yeah. would have, like, stood up and freaked out, but it was still one of those things where I was like, oh, I wouldn't be bragging that you stayed. <laughs> I think it's it's 
a nice change of pace when someone's like, no, you know what? We maybe they address the fact, you know, if she's telling the truth that he didn't cheat and was just on there because he was looking to cheat, you know, maybe they had just addressed whatever problems they were having. Obviously, it's like skeezy that he went out in that way to try to get a mistress. But like if they worked through it, then good on them, I guess, you know, like for matters of keeping their family together. What can you say? No, it, it is commendable. I just I can't fathom this. Yeah, yeah. No, she's a big woman for for doing that. That's when you it makes me think of like the first wives club where you're just like, no, you want to be the one to get everything, take over everything. I actually haven't seen that movie in a long time. It's been probably like twenty years because that came out in like the nineties, right? Yeah. Oh, it's a phenomenal movie. I know I keep saying phenomenal, but that's great. <laughs> so, yeah, this is more, I mean, you know, they go around, do their whole little game. Um, and then the good part <laughs> happens where the 10 guys show up, 10 to 20 guys show up and it is cringe city. <laughs> it's weird not having Ramona hitting on men everywhere now that she supposedly has a boyfriend. I wrote that exact same thing down. Like this is we're in like a parallel universe where Ramona doesn't care to. And I'm happy for her, you know, like, right. It's not as interesting. And then did you see how like Sonia and that guy like snuck off at one point? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like they made that so obvious, but didn't really like no one else acknowledged it. And I was just like, OK, go on, Sonia. In the bushes again. Yeah. Well, it looked like actually here's a room. So that's a, an upgrade, I guess. Good for her. No thorns in her ass. Yeah. That guy was cute, too. I actually thought the guy with the the blonde guy with the beard was cute, too. <laughs> No, they were cute. I just it was it was so awkward. It felt like a bunch of moms yeah. hanging out with like their their kids friends, especially when Dorinda was sitting there talking to them. Yeah. <laughs> it was like she was going to start giving career advice to them. I felt was the next step. I take career advice from Dorinda. See, this is the thing that I have such a like there's such a dichotomy with her in my brain because like she's so intelligent and smart, but just has so many demons, I think, you know? She's fascinating. And the fact that the infamous line of how am I doing not well, bitch, goes to Candace, whoever, of Sex in the City. She says that to, like, the creator of Sex in the City at that party. No way. I didn't realize that. Okay, well, also, did you know that, do you remember in Sex and the City, Carrie's friend, Susan Sharon, who had that really mean husband who would constantly, like, yell at her and verbally abuse her because she he worked in London. It was based on Dorinda in her first marriage, I believe. Oh, no shit. Yeah, and she was, had something to do with the apparel industry and, like, had some some type of buyer for apparel. I'll need to look up the details and serve them up next time. But it was it was really interesting. If they go and if they run in the same circles, that would make sense that like if Dorinda's friends with Candace Bushnell. That's how you say it. I don't know how to say her name. <laughs> oh, Bushnell. I don't know. It might not be that, but. <laughs> that's just so fascinating. If that. Oh, I got to watch this. If that's her or based, you know, quote unquote, based on. Yeah, I'm pretty that's sure. a lot of insight. And I want to say it wasn't Richard. It was um, Dorinda's first husband. Um, that it was based on. So, oh, because Richard wasn't Hannah's dad, right? Yes, no, that's correct. And they lived okay. in London together, Dorinda with Hannah's dad, and then I guess got divorced and then met Richard and moved back to New York. I think. But yeah, I feel like she's led a really interesting life. I would love to have tea with her at Bluestone Manor. Yeah, 
I want to hear it all. I want to hear yeah. everything. <laughs> Any more on Roni legacy? We end with them all dancing and, you know, it's a good old, good old grand time with the pirate. I thought the new pirate was hotter than the old pirate. <laughs> he was he was he like, was serving like clean, dirty Jesus pirate vibes. Right. I mean, Louie just needs to let this gag go. It like it was funny once. Like, we're done. We're done with the pirate gag. It's the it's horse over. has been beaten to death. <laughs> yeah, it wants exactly. it wants it to stop. All right. Beverly Hills. So we open up with Sutton on her date with Sal, I think his name was. This is the first first date that she has been set up by Alessandra. Um, What did you think of him? (laughs) I did not like how he was talking about his mom a lot. Yes. But I hate that he didn't say like, I go and see my mom. He just kept saying, oh, I go and see mom. Yeah, I hate that. I hate it when people Sutton do that. doesn't know who the hell your mom is. Right. It's not Sutton's mom. Like, you can right. say that if you're talking to your brother or your sister. Right. And even then, I'll be like, well, you know, my mom. I feel like she likes me better. So I got to add the my in front of it. <laughs> Maybe it was editing, but it just seemed like he didn't ask her any questions that really could have been editing. He seemed like a pleasant time. Like, he, she could have had, you know, a jolly old time. Maybe she wasn't attracted to him that's fine but like i just felt like she was being really petulant and mean to him and very being rude you know like she could have given a pity laugh and maybe this is me just being like a victim of the patriarchy <laughs> and they edited it out let's 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 try to hope for the best on this yeah maybe right and i like just you know muster up like she's supposed to be this like you know southern belle with manners like act like you have manners you know, Southern Bells have the ability to small talk. So she could have at least small talked the way through the dinner. But that is like that Sex in the City episode where uh, Charlotte's on the bad date and she's like, oh, call me. Something bad happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, something bad happened. Or she, no, she goes, oh, wait, I, I normally wouldn't answer this, but something bad might have happened. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Okay, then we go to Shabbat, where Kyle has the most food I've ever seen in my life spread out on her bar. It was insane. That woman doesn't eat that much in a year. Right, exactly. And I, I doubt her daughters do either. No, None of them. That whole house. No one's eating that much food. Yeah. And shout right. out to Kyle's dog for trying to bite Anne-Marie because I, I needed that. I wrote that down too. Yes. <laughs> Dogs are the real ones. They know. They know a um a scab when they see right. one it's just like when jaggy was saying that erica was a bad guy yes yes back in the oh day God, it's, I the, forgot the about kids that. and the dogs know bad guy i totally forgot about <laughs> that that was amazing he was like a fortune teller we should get him on like he's the next like hollywood medium <laughs> right well he clearly doesn't know the lottery numbers because that would help the family out a lot yeah true he can only do so much i mean you know <laughs> he's carrying the whole family on his back <laughs> yeah. third they need to end the esophagus issue Anne marie was wrong get over it like Sutton's brother had the surgery. So we know that this is an issue. It's not that you could just chew more. That's what she was suggesting. She said, chew your food more. Like, oh my God. She needs her licensing, her nursing degree taken away. Literally, can we call the board on her? Like this food board? <laughs> yeah. Be like, I have questions as to why this woman is using anesthetic on people. Are you going to tell them to chew their food more if they're 
having trouble swallowing? Just stop breathing and I'll put you to sleep. Like, man, yeah. no. Yeah. So Kyle mentions a random one hour drama that she's working on. And Dorit like freaks out because she hasn't heard this. I guess I really can't be overstated how much of like best friends they were and like constantly together since this is a shock to Dorit that she was just finding this out. So I found that really interesting because I don't think I had really realized that they I kind of thought that they were show friends. I didn't realize that they were truly best, best friends. That's what I thought, too. I didn't think it was like a Luann and Sonia type of situation. And I thought Mo and PK were the ones that were closest. And that Mm. made the two women have to hang out more. Yeah, that was interesting. We'll get into that a little bit later um, with their friendship because they talk about it more in the car on the way to Taco Tuesday. Where everything goes down. Yeah. Oh, my God. So much. Like literally hot potato from one issue to the next. So then they go out for it's Garcelle, Sutton and Erica, which is actually a fun group. Um, They go out to this really cute lounge, lounge bar. Loved that. Yeah. Sutton's sparkle top was really cute. Even her hair looks so cute. Even flipped to the other side. Yeah, it did. It did. That's all you got to do. You just got to like get the dry shampoo and flip the part to the other side. So, yeah, they're basically talking, you know, they're getting drunker, talking about the beef with Denise and how it basically had struck a nerve because it's basically the threesome comment that Denise is so upset about. And I would just like to state for the record, I can officially speak Denise Richards like I'm putting it on a fucking resume because I called it. (laughs) I think she's pissed about that. And I was like, when she when it came out, I was like. Uh, oh my god I'm putting this on a resume like <laughs> I can speak to fucking Richards <laughs> I mean and, yeah Richards. that's a skill I mean her just being like you're you know what you did watch the show that am I like super crazy that I'm thinking like she's gonna come for Erica in the next episode She's not a good fighter. No, not at all. She completely freezes up. She can't even say anything more than you are mean. Like, come on, Denise. Like, tell me you're an actor without tell me you're an, telling me you're an actor that like you have to have every line written for you. I thought she was better than that, honestly. I mean, at least she looked really cute this episode. She looked ve- I love her hair. You could totally tell. And she was saying to later in the party, she was saying to to read that she had a really bad fever that night like a fever of 102 and she had her jacket on properly yeah she held it together she did not get completely plastered before going to a party so yeah things are looking up for her i just i mean i see erica's side in this the fact that like who cares about this anymore this was literally all basically four years ago i'm pretty sure this is 2019 that this barbecue at denise's house happened where this threesome comment and I'm pretty sure Erica was just generally talking about kids these days, not particularly Denise's daughters. It's reaching. I don't know. I hate when drama gets to this point where they're just reaching for conflict. Yeah, I think I was just more looking at Erica as finding it funny. She was talking about anybody's kid ever because she got so upset when they were in Tokyo. Could you imagine when you like your family, like your mom's has a friend and your her mom's friend brings you into the bullshit? I doubt these kids watch these shows. This is a very specific millennial and maybe like later Gen Z type of shows, I think. You mean everybody's not watching this? Obsessed? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's It's hard to believe, truly. 
I, I can't imagine someone not living, eating, breathing. What is it the saying? Living, eating, and breathing. Yes, I was gonna, like I, do. Live, laugh, love. <laughs> yeah, we're we're living, we're laughing, we're loving it. So then Garcelle picks up Denise. And also there was a weird scene that was not on the Bravo viewing, but it was on the Peacock version oh. of this show where Sutton is with her makeup artist getting ready for the party and she goes to OnlyFans and like actually purchases a $12 bundle. Yes. Um that made me so awkward though. Do you think she told Denise that night? I don't know. I would think you could see who purchases your stuff, you know? Like don't you have to register? I would think you could see who buys your shit on there, but how I how I wouldn't know. <laughs> imagine like Sutton's screen name on there and then like her little profile picture for <laughs> her OnlyFans account. <laughs> uh, oh my god. Yeah, Santos's mommy <laughs> would be your screen name. So I was obsessed with Garcelle's uh, rainbow sparkle Gucci jacket. That was so cute. Um, loved Like it. when she's going to the party. Yeah. And I love the also, ponytail look with it. Yeah. Also, like Denise in the car had this like allure about her. She had this like sweeping updo. Her hair was like so freaking shiny. Like she looked gorgeous. Like she looked like like, in her 90s prime. I don't know what she did, but it was like a great angle too. They need to do it more. Whoever she hired, if it was, is she on Bold and Beautiful? Whatever soap she's on, whoever was making her up that day or she hired Glam, Keep doing it. It was serving every good look. Right. Yeah. Just like the shine of her hair was like captivating me. <laughs> right. Honestly, that was the best she's looked in. I would say mm-hmm. the entire time she was on Housewives, whether it was oh, on agree. the cast or, completely. you know, friend of. Yeah, completely. Even like confessionals, too. Yeah. It was crazy. And a 2020 reunion was awful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So with the red I'm eyes. Just, I'm obsessed with her look this week. I can't I can't stop talking about it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So then we get to the part where Dorit and Kyle are. So Dorit's like, you can tell she's definitely upset and she's probably trying not to act as upset with Kyle about their friendship kind of like distancing They're, You know, Kyle's distancing herself, I believe, you know, so Dorit's, you know, asking about that the one hour drama that she just now heard about that Kyle's working on. Um, they don't travel together anymore. And Dorit has since admitted that she feels like Morgan replaced her. Like she's said that on Watch What Happens Live too. I mean, just look at the Instagram. It's There's so much proof. And who right. brands somebody with an initial of yourself? <laughs> I mean, at least it wasn't literally branded. I'll say that much. And it's just a tattoo. She wasn't lighting up a, like a... <laughs> metal prod to go stick her with but like Pete Davidson did for Kim's kids I think that's what he did didn't he brand himself oh my god I forgot he did that yeah oh he got quite a few tattoos of her too that was a bad mistake right my girl's a lawyer and basically I didn't realize it was just this one comment about the reunion that Dorit was trying to help Kyle see Kathy's side of the argument, one of the arguments they were having. And Kyle really didn't like that. So she's held a grudge for a year and a half. How do you feel about that? Like, I don't I don't know how to take... I thought it was a pretty benign comment. I mean, I, I kind of just felt it as her, like, mediating a little bit. It wasn't even... I don't know. Like, that's that seems shitty that she would just, like, cut her off and hold a grudge for, like, possibly 
trying to get Kyle to see a side of the argument for Kathy. I didn't find it that crazy. I didn't see any type of betrayal there. So especially all the other ways it could have happened or gone down. Yeah. I just feel like clearly Kyle's needs her to support her full stop. No questions asked. Can't question any of her behavior at all. Like, I Is think that that's really clearly friend? the type of relationship they have. Even Alexa and Marisol fight and disagree. So if those two can disagree as friends, why can't Kyle and Doreen? I mean, I wonder if it's also just the added sensitivity that she, you know, I feel like it's it's probably just like one thing in her life piling on top of another. Whereas like her friend committed suicide and then the Mauricio marriage issues and maybe it's just like her needing to shed her old life it feels like you know and morgan's like that escape and that picture of them of like morgan sitting on her lap that's the one that's starting the rumors you know i'm trying to think back do i do that to my friends like would you do that to your friend i just it was so intimate looking. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like it's not it's like one thing to just be like, you know, taking a picture of each other at side by side on a plane going on a, you know, going on a trip. But like sitting on someone's lap that it, it just it had the an intimate vibe from what I could tell. I wish Bravo would have told about Kyle's friends sooner. That explains to me like the working out because she's trying to probably physically run from problems. So it makes sense now. So I can be more Mm -hmm. understanding where before I was like, what is this a midlife crisis? What the hell's going on here? Yeah. I mean, I feel like it is kind of a midlife crisis, honestly. I thought it was more like because Mo had cheated on her versus like a huge life thing. Like, yeah. Yeah. I just has your will. If they're dead, what happens to you when you die? Yeah, I do not have the answers to that. <laughs> that freaked me out when she said that. I was like, oh, no, what do you do then? Like, yeah, yeah. Who are you going to call? So they arrive at Taco Tuesday at Crystal's house. I mean, it was just insane. Every People who just kept showing up to this party, it was just like like a magician's, like a clown car. <laughs> All these people are like piling in. So Even Kim Richards comes. I know, exactly. That was the wild card. Like I did not expect to be getting this much Kim Richards time. Me either. So the first one is Nia Burr. And that is amazing in the fact because I am obsessed with Bill Burr. I just think he's hilarious. He's literally one of my favorite uh, stand-up comedians. I don't know. Have you seen his stuff? I've never really seen it. <laughs> <laughs> you should watch it. You would like him. I, you would like him. He's like very not, he's not very PC. Oh, well that's, I mean, I need a laugh sometimes. Yeah. No, now that he's like crossed over, we can we can do this now. I don't know if she's going to be on next season. I mean, the way that she was going up against Sutton, I'm kind of like, wow, are they going to be actually on this show? Like, that would be shocking to me because he is not the type that would be on a Bravo reality show. I can't imagine a comedian wanting that. Well, stay tuned for that. I'm crossing my fingers because I love him. She was natural, too. She was very natural on camera. She was, yeah. 
And I, she just had like a beautiful smile, but so, sort of like a Cheshire cat where like she knew what she was getting into. And I love that she was even like, Dorit, we're talking about this. Like, yes, yeah. bring her into this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> she like jumped right in there. So I'm excited uh, for that possibility. Maybe better than Will Smith's old wife that was on. When was that? Last season? Two oh, yeah. Ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was her name? Don't even remember her. She, she got bit nothing. by... Rats at Rena's house, supposedly. <laughs> so then Sutton arrives. They're all like, you know, going out, milling about, getting snacks, snacks and drinks. Sutton comes in with a dress with these three-dimensional monarch butterflies all over it. It was very like Southern woman chic. I didn't mind it. I kind of loved it. And I loved the little wrap that she had with it, too. Oh, yeah, that was cute. It was just a sweet little, you know, very Sutton, Sutton-esque dress. I love her clothes. I can't hate on it. No, not at all. I like her clothes, too. And I defend her to the death for how much she gets for child support. I will defend her till the end of the earth just for that well, alone. I think that's, that's just basically considered spousal support, right? Because they made the money while they were married. She knew how to fi- uh, hire a forensic accountant. I didn't even know that existed until she came along and introduced that to me. No, she, uh, like Lisa Hoxty needs to be calling her yesterday to get her on her payroll to help her. Like, hire Sutton. <laughs> yes, Lenny could have a... a- Baseball team, for all we know. Minor league, obviously. So then we find out that basically, you know, Erica calls out that Sutton made out with her driver. This is a whole drama. You know, basically, this was a story that was told between Sutton Garcelle and Erica when they went out to drinks. Dorit is the one who's making this such a big deal. Like, shut up, Dorit. (laughs) I don't understand why that's embarrassing. Like, has, has no one ever been friends with an Uber driver? You know, she exists in a world where there is classism. And that is, that would be seen as beneath her to make out with a driver, like a working class driver. It is what it is, I think. I think that's really why Dorit, Dorit, and Dorit knows this about Sutton, like all the girls do. And was just sticking it to her, I think. Own it. Like, made out with somebody to do it. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And she does, I feel like she does kind of own it enough. Um, She, basically, it's just being related to the fact of, like, Nia is bringing up how Sutton freaked out in Vegas. And then, you know, Dorit is saying, oh, why did that? Why was that such a big deal? I mean, you made out with your driver. So it's just, you know, a whole kerfluffle and everyone jumps in. It was definitely a low comment. Oh, yeah, totally. It was. Yeah, it was. Garcelle was right. It was meant to embarrass Sutton. And then Dorit and Garcelle start going at it, you know, with Dorit not understanding that her using the term attack towards Garcelle has different meaning in, you know, inherently in it. And then they toss the hot potato over to Denise and Erica to try to get them to fight. And like, and actually Dorit, like it didn't work at first, which was hilarious because Denise like wasn't really taking the bait and neither was Erica. And so Dorit got up and left and then they got into it. Which I kind of love that Dorit didn't get to witness what happened. Same. You know, like, no, you have to, you don't get the privilege of watching this go down. Yep, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It was so obvious. It was like Dorit was trying to take the heat off of her. So she was like, oh, who else has, you know, raging tension between them in this room? So then we go to Erica and Denise. They, you know, nothing's really hashed out because Denise can't hold her own at all. She literally says, you are mean. It's it's not a fair fight. No. 
Doesn't make you wonder how she fought with Charlie yeah. Sheen. Yeah. His tweets were so unhinged. Right. How well, do you put up with that? I bet that's a time that Denise, like, you know, when you have a trauma in your life and you have a hard time remembering it because it's basically like your brain blacks it out to help you cope. I feel like Denise might look back on those years of the Charlie Sheen freakouts of like she can't remember a lot. That would be my suspicion. I hope that for her. I don't want her to have to live with all of yeah, that trauma. Like she had two kids with him. Like that's enough punishment. Uh, her and her 102 fever. She can she can give yeah. any excuse she wants. She's she should be canonized for putting up with him for as long as she did. Right. I just I just the slow blow of Erica's like who makes more than OnlyFans? Like okay, sex shamer. Like right. God, coming from the woman who was a sugar baby. And now wants right. everyone to forgive her. Yeah, yeah. And look the other way. Yeah. Or like completely forget about that. Yeah, it's insane. It just bothered me because even when she was saying, oh, she wanted joking. She wanted to be a dominatrix a few seasons ago. That's sex work. Mm. This girl is not 18, 19. And she's Charlie Sheen's daughter. Like, leave her out of this. Yeah, and I'm I'm sure she's killing it on there, you know? Yeah, I mean, she's got a boob job from what I was reading. Good for her. Do what you want to <laughs> yeah. do. You know, you got to make a living somehow. California is very expensive. <laughs> right? And I will credit her for working mm -hmm. whatever occupation she is doing because her dad probably has money. She probably doesn't have to. Right, yeah. Although, who knows? He's probably blown all that you know, residual checks from um, men. <laughs> He's blown it on blow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. All right. Anything else on Beverly Hills? I think we've kind of wrapped that one up. We just have to wait. And Oh, Kim in her uh, scarf. That was the duo I didn't know I needed. Oh, I know. I, Kim. Can't with Kim. <laughs> Kim Richards pulling a Kleenex out of her scarf was just <laughs> everything. Yeah. I hope she's sober. That's all I'll say. I She's like, I get she's a kooky, kooky woman. I just hope she's sober. That's all I will say about it. I just have such an obsession with her. I don't know what it yeah. is. It's like, I'm obsessed with her. <laughs> I know that she should like do. Have I already said this? Like win a date with Kim Richards, like spend a day with her. People would pay money to like go paint with her on her walls. Yeah. Oh, I would know. She's coming <laughs> over and she's painting everything she can. I will give her an endless yeah. supply of markers. I'll, <laughs> right. give her, I'll give her the scented markers, too. That, like, they smell like apples. and. Yep. Oh, my God. The apple one was great. So was the purple one. Oh, hell yeah. The red one. It was like a cherry scent. Oh, the yeah. orange one smelled like orange soda. The yellow was the lemon, right? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Those are such a core memory. I think the blue was like blue raspberry. And I hated the black one because it smelled like black licorice. And I hate black licorice. I can literally picture them. Like, I don't know the brand. Oh, yeah. I just, I can picture them in my head. And they're called Mr. Sketch. I literally have a blue one in, um, at work. <laughs> they still make them? Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Oh, hell yes. I'm going to start sniffing those markers. <laughs> All right, let's go to Salt Lake City in Bermuda still. The never-ending Bermuda trip that is supposedly ending with a bang in one and a half weeks. We should start a countdown. We've, like, been exchanging, obviously, messages about what this, like, are you thinking now that this is the, Monica is the owner of that uh, something Von Teese account that is, like, basically the gossip account for Salt Lake City? Well, have you looked at it? 
Have you looked at the account? I ha- I've only read the like Reddit stories that talk about it. I haven't actually. So I like went on to it and there's, I want to say like, about 5,700 followers maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And not it a ton. Seems like it's all pointed at Jen Shaw. Oh, interesting. It's a lot of Jen Shaw, like just, oh, you know, fraud and all of that stuff. Were there not any recent ones? I don't think it's active right now. But the one, the only thing that really stuck out in my head was there was a picture of Whitney, ironically enough, in lingerie on a bed doing an ad for Fenty and our uh, Savage X Fenty, the Rihanna brand, as like an ambassador. And the only really dig in the whole caption was just how like Jen Shaw wishes she could have that kind of deal that Whitney got. Oh, okay. Interesting. So it does it, if she's in charge of that account, I really didn't think it was that big of a troll. Yeah. I'm going to look into it more. I'm not really sure. Cause it looks like it was more, uh, all I've, I've seen like recent tweets that were possibly talking about this whole situation, which would be weird and meta. Cause like, why would Monica be continuing to do that account if you know it's all been if it's all come out and the women aren't talking to her yada 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 i don't know maybe it's brooks that has this (laughs) whole count and he's the one doing it (laughs) well he's too busy modeling for ford and you know making tracksuits with washi tape down the side (laughs) i mean He's got he's into many different avenues. I could see that maybe he yeah. could do this. Oh yeah, multifaceted. Right. I just I don't want to believe Monica was doing anything like that. I don't know. You want to not? Yeah, just or at least not dug at the other ladies. If it's at Jen Shaw, that's warranted. She knew her. Right. Yeah, exactly. I know. Uh, and also like it will be Heather's downfall if she is again defending Jen Shaw like she did all last season. Is she takes Jen Shaw's side in this and she takes a, a known yeah. felon's side who is a liar <laughs> yeah. on the record has yeah. lied. Heather can't come back for that from that. I will cancel my appointment at Beauty Lab and Laser. <laughs> That's the case. So basically the whole this whole day or this whole episode is them going to a catamaran looks really fun. Um, They're icing Meredith out basically for the whole mob Angie being in the mob rumor because all the women think that Meredith Meredith is the one who was sending the DMs so you know this whole rumor of the Greek mafia that it makes me respect Angie I love Angie now her dancing on the boat with Whitney's extensions on her waist oh my god that was funny I just it, it seems so like TLC version of a rumor you know what I mean I can't help yeah. but like, I don't know. I, I think it's just so laughable. And the fact that I think that this really is more an issue of them being paranoid that leaks are coming within the inside the house. Because I was going to say, I'm like, they literally have been around Homeland Security because of a woman. Right. And right. they're going to defend her? Like, hell no. I was really okay just I know we love to touch on the fashions but like Lisa was not going to the same party as the other women she was wearing like a vest and slacks to a catamaran day like what the hell was that? Maybe she didn't get a beautiful itinerary like on girls trip but she had no (laughs) clue what was going on that day. Yeah I mean all the girls were wearing these like insanely colorful outfits and I loved Heather's Loewe hat that straw hat Yes, but 
Yeah. So basically, Meredith is on a literal island. No, everyone's like really mad at her. I was really surprised at Lisa calling her ass out. I mean, that was kind of shocking because they've, you know, they've had their fights, but they've kind of always stuck together. And especially she's she's known Meredith longer than she's known Monica. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. In my head in the Bravo universe is you always stick with who you've known longer. I mean, definitely not in Heather and uh, Whitney's case that mean cousins, quote unquote. but they're a lot i think maybe it's the if they are related it's the family connection is why they're so unstable like it's like when you feed with relatives (laughs) i mean basically meredith sits down with angie to try to clear the air i guess they ended up being fine after that they leave the boat and then suddenly lisa and meredith are cuddling up because meredith is telling lisa that um brooksy got a a contract with ford which whoop-de-doo great Is that whose Rena's daughters went to, too? Like, isn't that the brand that every housewife child goes to? Oh, I don't know. I mean, there are definitely a lot of um, high caliber modeling agencies that they would probably all be good to be signed with. I didn't know that he was pursuing modeling. I mean, he is attractive. Like, he has a very... He has nice features, but he needs to lay off the lip filler for sure. Like kind of surprised that didn't detract from him getting a modeling contract because that's a very specific look. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Like I love his jawline. Fantastic jawline. Great hair. The lips need to be a little deflated. Yeah, yeah. Lay off. (laughs) So yada, yada, yada. They go to dinner. Whitney's literally the whole like this episode was full of Whitney getting her nipples blurred out. Did you notice that at all? It was like constant. I noticed hers. Yeah, it was so. I feel like now I have to rewatch. It was so apparent. It, it was like in normal tops and then in bathing suits. She was coming out all over the place. I think maybe I was too distracted by her face without makeup. Oh, it looked like she had black eyes. Yes, I was like, did Heather beat her ass? Right, like another black eye gate. <laughs> like no one's allowed out of the country with these women. <laughs> Or out of the state, sorry, out of the state of Utah. I read about that because other people commented and someone was suggesting that basically she had like washed her face and all it was like all of her eye makeup that had like dripped down. And you know when it like if you don't like scrub it off with a makeup remover pad, it's just kind of there and she was like going to sit in the chair to get her makeup removed. That's possible. But and no one said anything. That was like a jump scare and i'm not saying i look good without makeup no no no. it was like obvious like we are used to her being so done up and like she's you know a big face tune girly too even though she doesn't really need to then they are at dinner and then they go to the oldest bar on the island which is like this tiny teeny little like shack with dollar bills like stapled to the ceiling which was kind of cool and then there's this like i don't know whitney aside from her baby voice she is just so like she needs to pick a lane whether she wants to be sexual on the show or not like pick a freaking lane lady like she so she's mad basically about this about heather writing about the boudoir photo shoot in which is actually apparently how they met right yeah i was reading i saw a part of the excerpt i didn't read the entire thing but it didn't seem like a it was just like oh i was into photography and yeah. She booked a yeah. boudoir photo and like it wasn't malicious. Yeah. 
No, I mean, I read the excerpt. It was like two pages. The writing was cringe as hell because it was so like flowery and jokey and like almost like uh, like romance novel, like smut type of writing. Danielle she was like Steele. describing. Yeah, like the way she was describing Whitney's body. It was just very like and then, you know, she would throw in a joke like. I don't can't even think off the top of my head. It was some pun having to do with like her pirate patch thong bikini or something. <laughs> it's just so cringe. I think it's cool that she was into photography. She was doing that. They met, whatever. But like, I don't see the big deal that Whitney made unless she was just trying right, to have like right. her moment of the season. She is. Uh, that's what I mean. It, that makes me mad too. When people like, I feel like people in Miami have been doing that this season too, where they are just trying to pick something to have an issue with. And they, even though if it completely makes them look like a hypocrite, like Whitney does, because she is openly had like scenes with her husband on, you know, painting each other. And that was why he got fired from his job. So pick Elaine, lady. And she scarred us with that. Like, we should send her a therapy bill. Because that is forever in our heads. I This is, it just makes me mad. And she's, like, doing this whole performative, like, storming out. I guess Heather stormed out first. Like, she really stormed out. She was, like, knocking over chairs and... And she was, like, yelling at producers. And Whitney was, like, coming after her. That was weird. She was chasing her. Like, you exploited my vagina. But also thinking about the fact that, like, this was before whatever is going to happen with Monica. So I wonder if this was, like, again, I hate when, like, housewives try to produce themselves and make these storylines that are contrived. But I wonder if, like... I mean, they wouldn't have the foresight to know that something about Monica was going to come out. So this could have been the drama of this of the trip, you know? Oh, that's true. Because here I'm sitting here with like the knowledge something's about to happen. Exactly. Yeah. And we don't and they don't know that. No, I didn't even think of that point. Yeah. So it'll be in a week and a half, the big bombshell, where no one will talk to Monica. I mean, apparently they didn't talk to her at all at BravoCon. Do you think she'll come back next season or they would want her to? I hope so. She was great TV. Oh, she was a great casting. I mean, her family drama was nuts. She's a likable person. She has parts of her that I want to know more about, like that affair with her brother-in-law need to know details <laughs> more details how did this start when did this start like- i just have a lot of questions about her that like you didn't really i mean also the jen shaw stuff like that was barely touched on too there's so much more we need to know about this woman so i really hope they don't try to ice her out right i need to know how she was running or why she was running errands for jen shaw yeah exactly. like i still have questions Right. Exactly. We're going to dive right into Miami and the money talk that the ladies are having with Lisa or talking about Lisa because they get a Google alert about Lisa's 10K Instagram spending. Did I say Instagram? Instagram, yeah. I could easily spend 10K on Instagram also. I'm getting all those targeted ads. Oh, I I didn't even think of the ads. I was thinking for her own account. I was so grossed out by, and they're talking about how Lisa, I mean, they were, it was obviously a joke. Like, there's no way Lisa would drive a Corolla. Let's be real. Like, she could get a nice little BMW or something. Um, And even that would be a, 
a lot of coaxing to get her into that car, I think. And that's sad. I mean, did she grow up with a silver spoon in her mouth? I really want to know, like, what she came from, that she is, like, so out of touch now. I don't think she did. I think she – isn't she from Canada? Yeah. I don't know what city. I don't – I feel like we don't know anything about her parents. We never Wait, meet have them, they I don't ever, think. Any family members – I don't think anybody's ever been on that show other than, yeah. like, Lenny's mom. I just got to know what she comes from, that she's this out of touch that she couldn't possibly, you know, drive anything other than a Rolls Royce. Right. My car doesn't even have cruise control. Like <laughs> – <laughs> I mean, I don't even know how to use cruise control, so you're fine. <laughs> Half the time it's a racket. Don't even try. It's, it doesn't matter. That comment from Alexia of saying, like, listing out all the men that have in her life that have bought her a car. And then she gives this shit eating grin that I just want to slap her face across. Yeah. Agree. Is her nail salon even still open? I mean, it's shown as open on last episode they were in there but you never know maybe it's a uh, quote-unquote money laundering operation, oh, yeah. supposedly especially for someone that hates feet as she admitted last episode i mean <laughs> that's that was something where i was like that's a, i know she's not doing any of the manicures or pedicures or anything like that but still why would you pick that business right <laughs> the alexia and julia storyline needing todd's permission I feel like we don't need to discuss that. It seems dumb. This seems like a forced uh, yeah. forced storyline that I would be so happy just wandering around watching Julia on her farm. You know, just putter around, feed the goats. I don't need these four storylines. <laughs> or, you know, show us her maybe doing something. You know what I mean? Like going and selling her eggs to somebody. Like just yeah. going yeah. more. She's like the one housewife that could be exempt from making drama. I don't. She's too pure. To make I agree. drama. Yeah. And I feel like, she, yeah, no, I wouldn't want her involved in any of it. Right. No. So, yeah, they're, you know, they go to dinner. They have dinner at this house, the Aroma 360 mansion. And they're talking to Lisa about this Instacart bill. She feels interrogated. And this kind of, yeah, just goes into, like, I'm wondering how she grew up that she... I did like the fact that she said she would be looking for her own place and not moving in with Jody. Like, that made me feel better. I agree. Especially because the kids think that he's Uncle Jody right now. Yeah. That would just really blur it. And I love her. But, like, and I don't want to agree with Larsa with every <laughs> morsel in my being. But yep. she does need yeah. some time alone. Oh, totally. I kind of wish that they had... um brought up the question of if Jody is paying her bills. Well, isn't she buying him groceries on the Instacart account? Oh, was that it? He's now paying half her rent, but I guess she was like paying for groceries for him, which I find weird. Huh. Yeah. But what rent though? Like was Lenny like did Lenny create a rent? Oh, now. Sorry. Like right now, I know that he's paying oh. half. Lenny's paying half. Oh, so she has moved out now? Yeah, she has like her own place. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Uh, I don't know. I mean, yeeks. Big on Jody, I guess. But and I want to say it's like thirty thousand dollars or something like that. Ah, like my God. A, I, it might be split between him and Lenny, but like it's it's not like a cheap rent that's being paid. Right. Yeah. Not a reasonable. Jesus. I don't know. I wish Lisa the best, but I really hope this doesn't come crashing down on her. Gonna keep my fingers crossed. Yeah, I agree. Cause this is, this, is, <laughs> this might be really rough to watch. 
yeah, if this is going sure. on. <laughs> Can you imagine if she, her and Jody break up and then now, nah, like, she gets with another guy and then Lenny's still paying half and now she's got a new guy doing it? Yeah, I know. I'd be like, tell me your secrets. I just hope this Aroma 360 deal really takes off so she can make her own money. That's I do, too. I'll buy it. I'll buy it. <laughs> I'll buy her home I want to know what the hints are. You know, the, the hints in her perfume. Yeah, yeah. Notes of Jasmine and Lenny's balls. <laughs> no, it wouldn't be that. <laughs> Their failed marriage. Just kidding. <laughs> um, undertones of Lenny's cash. <laughs> Uh-huh. And anger. <laughs> and anger, yes. Okay, so then the last scene, I'm going to skip over the Nicole and her dad scene. I guess we can mention that, like, it's really sad because he, like, really recently died. So that's really yeah. sad. I'm sure she couldn't even, like, watch this episode. And it was kind of strange because, like, he kept going to the bathroom and she kept, like, asking him if he had a prostate issue. So I don't know if that was, like, ultimately what he passed from. But, I mean, I love Nicole. I feel terrible because they, like, just got their relationship back on track. But I am glad for her that it seems like they were kind of in a good place. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. She won't look back with, like, anger. But... How drippy was it that her dad was like, oh, yeah, you have, like, two more siblings. And, like, nonchalantly. And then, like, having to beep out half the names. (laughs) It's crazy. And then he's like, I want more kids. I'm sorry, what? (laughs) Yeah, I know. So we end with Lisa taking her kids to the ballet class. And she's calling Adriana um, and saying how basically Lenny filed a motion wanting to take the kids 100% because he's claiming she's abusing prescription drugs like Adderall and Clonopin. Okay, so would he be doing this in an effort to avoid having to pay child support? Is that what this is? Ooh, I didn't even think of that aspect. I thought he was just trying to be a controlling prick. I mean, this that's like malicious, like 100%. Like, would that mean they have to, someone has to be there for visitation oh super like a supervised visit that's great no that's such a good theory though because he wouldn't have to pay her and i'm i know that they have that prenup and she's only probably negotiate isn't she only negotiating for the kids like support and school i don't know i did not realize that they had a prenup i think they did let me look i swear they did okay no i feel like that could just be something i'm forgetting and she has prescriptions. Like, if she does have prescriptions for Adderall and Clonopin, more power to her. You know? Right? Shit. With all she's going through, I'm shocked it's not, like, more. Harder. Harder drugs. Yeah. Right. Like, I'm surprised there's not a Zoloft in there. You know? Okay, so they did have a prenup. Yikes. So the document um, that they're fighting, that she's fighting to invalidate states that should the marriage last more than... 10 or more years, the the quote-unquote boob god, I'm literally le- reading this verbatim, must pay Lisa $1.5 Oh, per year? I think that's like a lump sum. And then for each year after the decade, Mark, Lenny will pay an additional $200,000. The prenup okay. also states that Lenny should pay Lisa $10,000 per month in temporary support. Oh, right now. I mean, yeah, she wants a lot more than that. I can surmise that. <laughs> Girl, she even has him contributing to a uh, retirement fund. 
It says he has to contribute <laughs> a minimum of two grand per year to her retirement fund. I love that. But like two grand a year, that's like nothing. <laughs> right. And then Lenny agreed to give Lisa a thousand dollars per week to spend as she sees fit. What a generous, generous guy. Well, so what's it called when you're filing for is it spousal support of like being able to maintain the lifestyle that you're accustomed to? Yep, financial alimony, financial support that a person is ordered by a court to give to their spouse during separation or following a divorce. Your monthly reminder of your ex is coming <laughs> in the mail, honey, or via Venmo. Oh mailbox money. <laughs> I mean, shit. If I was getting Sutton's mailbox money, I need I need her guidance. The things I could spend my money on. I'm not I'm not ugly. I'm just broke. <laughs> exactly. This thing is so true. Thank you guys so much for listening to us this week. We will be back next week uh, with a recap of this past week. Southern Charm, Winter House Finale and Reunion, Potomac and Southern Hospitality because the content never ends. Thank you guys so much for listening to Bravo Should Be Fun. We will be back next week with a million shows to recap for you. Love ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.